All right. Uh, so our next guest is Jackie. Um, old, old. I don't know, friend, probably not the right word, but definitely a business acquaintance and just a tremendous hard worker. I mean, if you're a dispatcher in the city of San Antonio, you got to manage a whole bunch of different stuff. And I'll tell you, I've known, uh, we reconnected a few weeks ago, and you can tell she just works nonstop. Am I right, Joey? Absolutely. She's just not. Absolutely. And in the world of lending, you kind of have to always be available for the things that can come up. I think she took some of the best business experience she had from being a dispatcher which I guess the best example I could say is kind of like patting your head and rubbing your stomach at the same time. Yeah, no joke. Um, and then do something with your feet too, yeah, probably, yeah. Right? painting or something. And I don't having know. the ability to compartmentalize everything that's happening at the time and making good, sound, professional de- uh, decisions on the fly. Yes. And bringing that, bus- that, that um, understanding and that mindset into the business world. Absolutely. The voice of calm reason in the storm. Absolutely. So let me introduce her properly here. Jackie Saldana is resident. There's all of her time. (laughs) (laughs) We got lots of time for Jackie. See y'all next week. She is a a residential mortgage loan originator at Cache Real Estate Finance, powered by Mortgage Financial Services. Did I say that right, Jackie? Yes. All right, good. Mm -hmm. She has been recognized as a principal innovator in the greater San Antonio mortgage industry and was recently featured in the San Antonio Luxury Home Magazine. She is a seasoned loan originator with over two decades experience and has helped thousands of families with fulfilling their dreams and goals of home ownership. Jackie knows how to custom tailor the right financing package for families in every situation from first time buyers to luxury clientele and delivers an uncompromised level of customer service. Jackie, how long have you been doing residential mortgages now? 20 years. 20 years. Yeah. I, I, you're dating us again. I don't know. It's I, know. Your, I just feel- well, I know. And I re- when, when you when I read that bio right there, and I two decades, I forgot that was in there. I was like, okay, well, there's my age anyway. So <laughs> I'm, I started when I was twelve. Yeah, right. There you go. <laughs> and I'm curious, why did you get into residential home mortgage? What was the the thing that really kind of brought you into it? Um, so I was dispatching and um, decided to leave the city and went into the apartment industry. Had some gentlemen walk in that needed a furnished unit, and uh, they came in. I put them in a furnished unit. They asked me if I ever thought of home sales. I said, not really, and they said, well, you know, come talk with us. So I did. Did home sales for a year, had my daughter, and one day decided that, um, gosh, I'm not going to get to spend time with her if I'm sitting in a model home and trying to show homes and do this. So what's the next best thing? And I always felt like the originators didn't um, go the extra mile back then to take time to, how can we fix their credit instead of let's just decline them? Oh, right. So that's kind of what did it for me, um, just wanting to help people more and get more people into houses. And so I went and visited with the division president, said I wanted to go into mortgage, and they told me, if you want to do this, you're going to have to do it on your own. No pay, go get your license. So I did, trained myself, taught myself, took the class, um, got my license, and started originating. So what what keeps you in the industry? I mean, why? I mean, it's one thing to go in and think, okay, this is going to be great, but what keeps you in the industry for so long? Gosh, um, I have a lot of drive, and um, I'm extremely versatile, and I get bored. I mean, for lack oh. of better words, never been diagnosed, but I would say ADHD. <laughs> oh, you yeah. know? Uh, squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. I thought you were going to say you got diagnosed with boredom. I'm like, <laughs> that, that too. You know? Probably. I, just, I, can't, I can't, you know, I'm not a sit still uh, kind of person. So 
Why do I stay in? It's because every day is something new, kind of like dispatching. You know, you walked in yeah. and you sat down. Your day was not going to be like the day before. No. You know, you were either going to have a very slow, quiet, simple, or crazy, out of this world, like eight hours just flash by. And you're addicted to that, aren't you? I am very. Joey, so you've been working with her for, for quite a while. So obviously communication during the home buying process is critical. I, this is something I hear about with realtors. It's like when they... Not only do they have to be effective at the loan uh, process, but the communication has to be good. So tell me a little bit. Obviously, you're going to say their communication is great, but give me an example of how she really excels in that area. It comes down to accessibility. Um, the One of the reasons that they worked their way into being the preferred partner with uh, um, for loan for home loans was that there was an accessibility that was unequaled. You know, now... With our clientele, we have first responders, we have people that are in the medical profession that don't have a regular Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 p.m. Uh, it's shift work. A lot of that is shift work. And the ability to have somebody try to get a hold of Jackie or her team a little bit later in the evening. Now, and, 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 still, and still receive a response back. Now, I've told her before, she's way too committed at sometimes. You know, if somebody's working at three <laughs> o'clock in the morning and they ask her a question, she answers it back. And I was just like, you know, that just, you don't have to do it at three o'clock in the morning. But the point being is that there was a, an unparalleled level of accessibility. Couple that with her ability to explain things to people and have it make sense. Now, she's done my home loans. She's done the, the, the loans of my family. And even with us being in the industry or being connected to the industry, there were certain things that we didn't understand that she was able to give a, a, a really, really good uh, explanation of. You take that, somebody that's in the industry that's seasoned, you take somebody who's a first-time home buyer or who's, never, who's not familiar with the process. The ability to take that information and to put it into uh, words that people can understand and absorb. Yeah, that's communication, right? Absolutely. I mean, it's one thing to say something, but it's another Absolutely. thing for somebody else to pick it up. All right, Jackie, so when it, when it comes to like common mistakes that people make with respect to the, the loan process, give us some things that they're doing and maybe some ways that they can do that better. Common mistakes. Um, common mistakes most buyers make are job changing in the middle of the transaction. That sounds bad. Um, cash deposits over $500 and not being able to explain them. Okay, so like... We're not talking cartel money here. We're talking. No, no, no. Like, um, okay, so um, I work a job where they pay me cash, but I don't have a business account. I just have a personal account. And um, instead of my boss writing me a check for it, they gave me $1,000, and I just went and put it in the bank. Oh. But my last seven times I got paid, I got paid by a check, whether personal or not. I can document that. I can explain that to an underwriter. I can't. So it looks like they didn't get paid that week. Gotcha. And in an instance like that, we would ask for a gift. Well, typically your family members can gift you. You can't really be gifted by anybody else. They're FHA, VA, they've gotten a little strict on who can gift you funds now. Um, I sometimes even have to go back to the chart because everything changes, you know, on a daily here lately. Right. <laughs> um, to see who can gift and who can't. Uh, so, you know, making a huge deposit, um, let's say they got their income tax 
um, and they had it go into their savings. Great. So they got $6,000, but they went and pulled 6000 Let's say they went and pulled 2000 in cash and put it in their checking instead of transferring it or just put it to a whole other bank. We have to document all of that. Like, where did that money come from and how do we know? So, I mean, of course, being seasoned, I would know how to document something like that. But a common mistake is, you know, if you're going to move money from one of your accounts to another account, maybe at a different bank, make a paper trail. Right. Um, people don't believe in paper trails. They think, oh, well, they'll just understand. Well, no, underwriters don't understand. They, And it's not typically <laughs> them. It's um, the guidelines of the government loans. You know, a conventional loan, you might be able to get around a little more, a little more explanations, but um, typically on your government loans, you have to explain everything. So what about opening new credit? Do people do open new credit? Um, sadly. Uh, like furniture for their house. <laughs> Turn furniture your house. for the house. Or yep. the best one is, um, and I had someone ask me just last night, can I go take a personal loan for my down payment? You can't take a loan for a loan. Really? When did they change that? No, I'm teasing. <laughs> can't take a loan for a loan. But you can take a loan from your 401k, your IRAs, your investments. You can pull money from those things. And, and of course, sitting with a buyer, I would sit and explain that in more detail than I am right now. But no, you cannot take a loan for a loan. And sometimes, or you cannot pull off your line of credit. Right. That's what I was going to clarify. Yeah, yes. Uh, some people think that because it's something they've had, they can just pull off their line of credit. And you cannot do that. All right. So what about, I'm kind of curious, uh, hiding, do people try and hide information from you as well? And then doesn't, uh, that seems like that would get awkward, but. Well, I would say typically for most loan officers, maybe they experience that. I know a lot of people who have. Um, I mean, I pride myself on pretty much every buyer becomes my friend. I probably have, I, I can't even tell you how many contacts I have because I program every single person in my phone that oh, I wow. speak to. And then I write notes um, so that I know what we spoke about. Mm -hmm. And so that when I do speak wow. to them again, um, I'm okay to say, hey, so how's the baby? How's this? How's that? I remember their story because I put them in my phone. Because I wrote notes somewhere, I remember their story. So I don't usually have a whole lot of people hide things. Um, I do have a lot of people that say, okay, can I tell you something off the record. Oh, here we go. <laughs> and then I'll say, go ahead, and then I'll let you know where we're at and what kind of time frame we're looking at to fix this. I think as well, to her point, one of the things that Jackie and her team are so good at is the initial prepping of the client, letting them know what the parameters are, educating them at the very beginning to avoid things of that nature. Now, earlier in my uh, real estate career, we didn't quite have that connection with other people that we had worked with. And you had people that were opening up lines of credit right before closing or going over and charging um, items like furniture items. They were, it was essentially killing their home loan and they had a bunch of really pretty furniture and no place to put it. Right. But that's one of the things that, sh that her, Jackie and their team excel at is the education of the client at the very beginning. Right. And that's, that's huge. That way people know kind of what the game rules are when they come into it. It helps the whole process, I would think. During the pre-approval process, I definitely educate them. Absolutely. I mean, I go through line by line. You know, these are the things I need, and here's where we're going to go. And to make your pre-approval the strongest, you know, I, I'll need this stuff. We'll do this. And then please don't do any of this. 
you know. Let's run through some of the most common misconceptions about home loans. So I know, and I talked to Joey about this too, but people wanting to go out and look at homes without a pre-approval, why, why is that a bad thing? Well, I mean, it's just like going to Target with $10 and wanting to spend 600 you know. You Can't walk do that. Into Target it's probably bad. And you, you don't walk in with $10. You know you're never going to walk out of Target with just one thing. Yeah. H-E-B, you know, any of them. So going to shop for a house, you don't want to go look for a $300,000 house, and yet your buying power, your budget's at two ten. I mean, it's going to be devastating. It's going to be disappointing, and you're going to lose the ump to want to go buy. So the best thing is to get pre-approved, see where you're at, see what your options are, see if you have any wiggle room past the payment that's comfortable for you. Um, getting pre-approved to me is like, hey, here's your line. Of, like when you go buy a car, you, go to, you, know, you get pre-approved from the bank. You go with your approval already, and then you're not disappointed when you know, they're not saying, no, you can't have that car. They're, you know, yes, you can have this house because you qualify for this house. So if you want to make an offer, we can. Well, and if you're not wasting everybody's time too, right? Because the realtors are going to be like, are you kidding well, me? You don't want your realtors driving around and, and no. looking at things that aren't even an option. And realtors, Joey, so the realtors, they're, they know this, right? They're Absolutely. asking those questions. That's one of the things that we've always prided ourselves on was that when we were on the buyer side of as a, tran- a transaction, the listing agent and the seller of the houses that we're going to see, we don't have someone there that's window shopping. That person is, in fact, pre-approved to that amount so that they're able to purchase it if they can come to an agreement with the seller. We're not going to take anybody out there looking at homes that can't afford to buy them. Of course, that's a waste of time for seller and listing agent, but it's also heartbreaking for client that is going to see a house that that they could potentially fall in love with and not being able to to purchase. Right. Makes sense. So um, as we kind of wrap up our segment here. I'm real curious about a strong pre-approval. So, right, by getting uh, lender advice and coordinating a plan, you can position yourself that quickly on placing an offer on a home. So just kind of run through what a strong uh, pre-approval is. Um, As long as you have your W-2s, your pay stubs, if you have your income, your assets, and your credit, they're all in line, we can give you a really strong approval where we know things are going to sit for you. And if assets are an issue at the moment, we'll go over grants and I'll you know, opportunities for you to get the funds that needed are needed um, to close on a house. Excellent. And now tell me a little bit uh, about you, you, just real quick, your team, and then how do people get in touch with you? Um, team Cache, uh, we are with Mortgage Financial. Um, we are a team of about 10 of us, I believe. Wow. Um, we have um, two mar- marketing and develop um, business, business development people who help us organize tons of stuff. We have a very strong coordinator that helps us get our loans disclosed on the fly. I mean, quick. We can move things through quickly. Um, and to get a hold of us, uh, gosh, I don't know my website on hand. Do you? What's your phone number? Your office phone 210-889-6922 is the best number to reach me at. 210-889-6922. And this is probably my best contact. More so than a website. Okay, yeah. That's what I kind of figured, too. Just call, right? <laughs> All right, as we wrap up this segment today, a quick reminder to uh, check out our latest podcast on all the usual podcast platforms, and you can find video versions of the show on our website at homebuyertalkradio.com. That's going to be it for us. Great chat, everybody, and we'll see you on the next one. All right.